Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Inspiring Women in Travel Asia. I'm your host today, Sumi Surian, Executive Director of Phuket Hotels Association, based here in Thailand. Today, we have a very interesting um, uh, person that I'll be interviewing, Vitna, who is based in Manila, Philippines. Hello, Vitna. Welcome to our show. Hi, Sumi. Thank you for having me here. Today, you know, it's very interesting to have Vitna on the show because normally I was just uh, mentioning earlier that we have a lot of hospitality um, interviewers um, on the show who are usually in um, hotels. So it's very nice to have a fresh perspective or um, not industry, but a different line of um, work, but also in travel and hospitality, which is the airlines um, industry. And Vitna works for Cebu Pacific Air um, in the Philippines. So it's really interesting. I've also just found out that Vitna has been with Cebu Pacific Air since she's graduated from uni and she's been with them since. And it's a very interesting career path. So I'm really interested to hear. So Vitna, if you don't mind just sharing a little bit about yourself and also how did you get into the airline work? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm Vitna. You can call me Vis. Um, I'm a half Filipino. I'm a Filipino. I'm a half Filipino, half Syrian, based in the Philippines. And just like what you have mentioned a while ago, yes, I've been in the airline industry for the since I graduated. So, so I've been for the airline industry for almost nine years now. I'm a flight attendant, and just recently I transitioned to be the human factors officer of another department. So I'm um, very grateful for that promotion. And just recently, I also published a book in the middle of the pandemic. Um, this is for aspiring flight attendants. So the, the title is Born to Fly, What Every Flight Attendant Needs to Know to Soar in Cosmic. So. <laughs> so interesting. I feel like I need to get a hold of that book. Um, do you have a copy of that book that you can show us, like the cover? Um, okay. Um, just a minute. Here, I think I have one copy here. Yay! Oh. Wow! Born to fly. Born to fly, yes. Hope you can see it. Yes, it's perfect. And is it available like on podcast or, or Kindle? Um, right, right now, it's only available in the, web, in the website. It's borntoflyph.com. Wow, I definitely be checking it. So that's all the tips and all the key learnings throughout being a flight attendant. Like, I guess you're, you're speaking from experience and that's what you're writing. Yeah, actually, this book is very interesting because um, this is not the typical flight attendant book we're in. They talk about makeup, how to do, how to do the makeup, how to, what's the right posture, how to make that perfect bun. This one is actually um, deeper than that. It's about the self. It's about really trusting yourself and overcoming those self-doubts that you have because of flight attendant. Um, it's like a glamorous job for, for a lot of people, right? And they think that you should be perfect, should be beautiful and stuff like that. But, but actually, you just really need to have that trust in yourself to achieve that dream, so... Wow. And I know you've been with the airlines for um, over 10 years now and you've gone through different 
um, positions within the company. So why particularly flight attendant um, that you focused on in terms of uh, when you thought about writing the book? Is there any special um, reason or was it a certain experience that resonated with you that you felt like, you know, your other fellow flight attendants should know or, or up and coming flight attendant for the younger generation to come? Yeah. Well, actually, if I can share a little bit more about my store backstory. Yes, that would be that would be fantastic. Please do. Yeah. Um, just like what I mentioned a while ago, it's for it's like what every aspiring flight attendant needs to know to soar in confidence. But it's really about confidence, right? Because um, ten years ago, I was I was really, I, uh, becoming a flight attendant is really my dream because I didn't see my dad. I didn't grow up with him. I was born and raised in the Philippines with my mom. And my only dream growing up was to see my dad. And for me, uh, maybe the only thing that I could do that is to become a flight attendant because as a flight attendant, they travel the world. Right? And where was that base at the time? In Abu Dhabi. Okay, right. But we had constant communication ever since. It's just that I didn't, I didn't get to see him when I was growing up. And then, so right after graduation, I applied to this airline here, the local airline here in the Philippines, and I got rejected. So um, for someone who is like really dreaming to become a flight attendant and wanting to see her dad and getting rejected, um, that was that day was one of the most devastating day for me. Um, I, yeah, I can imagine, especially that's one thing that you ever wanted. So, yeah, I mean, tell us how did you overcome that rejection? Yeah, um, actually, I, I, I have an idea why I got rejected. Um, actually, ever since I was young, I people around me kept on telling me um, being a flight attendant suits you, you're, you're tall, you're Middle Eastern teacher and stuff like that but I also noticed that I have very low self-confidence and self-esteem like I didn't really trust myself so I realized how can I how can I ever achieve a big dream if the way I see myself is so small so that's when I went through this journey of self-discovery and I really um, joined programs trainings life coaching programs I I joined some communities to really work on myself, to work on my relationship with myself. And then I remembered that I was so desperate. Like I like I prepared for one year to reapply again. So I did everything. Then I remembered praying to God. Um, I told him, um, God, please make me a flight attendant. If you make me a flight attendant, I will pay it forward. Right. So so after a year, lo and behold, I I submitted the same resume. I, I submitted my resume to the same company. Right. Um, everything, everything's the same. The guards, the, the room, the chairs, everything's pretty much the same. But I noticed that the only thing that's different is me. The way I view everything is different already. So I was a totally different, better person that day. So was there any person... I mean, what, what triggered that change? I mean, often when we get rejected, we just wallow in the sorrow and feel sorry for ourselves. And, you know, very um, rare moment, we kind of like pick ourselves up and say, you know, 
we can do that. I can do this. So was there like someone cheering you on or supporting you or giving you the confidence? Or did you just say, look, you know, I just got to seize the day and do it for myself. Was that something that you tell yourself already at the time? Yeah, I think I think that time I wanted the dream so bad and I, and I was willing to do whatever it takes for me to get that dream. So I I took the time to really to really get to know myself, my strengths and weaknesses. What do I do, what do I need to do so that I can be qualified to become a flight attendant? And from there, I did all the efforts, even if it's hard and awkward and that painful process of really improving myself, it's, it's not really a smooth journey, but it was worth it. For yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think with any sort of reward or achievement, I mean, it all always comes back to hard work and we're earning it. So, you know, definitely good on you for picking yourself up because like I mentioned earlier, not, not very often we're able to do that when our spirits are down. And I think that in itself, you know, goes to show that you are a confident person because you know often we need someone to sort of like cheer us on and believe in ourselves to believe in us to be able to do it so I think you're just naturally have that in you already but I guess you also mentioned that you wanted the dream so bad so you would do whatever it takes to to get what you want so and you you mentioned that was a one-year turnaround um and you did everything the same, but just changed your attitude or the way you handle things. Yeah, and, and, and what's um, what I find amazing actually, when I actually committed to that dream, like opportunities, the right people, the right opportunities, it starts, it started to open up for me. It's not easy, but everything was provided for me, so. Yeah, that's good. They always say, you know, if you have the right attitude, you attract the things that you want in your life, you know, and, and you've already manifested what you wanted, you dreamed about it, you want it so bad. So I think once you have that will, and uh, yeah, and you just seize the opportunity when you see them. So yeah, I, I admire you for that. Because you know, sometimes Thank you. I don't think I'm brave enough to do that. Especially, I think rejection is just sometimes can be so soul-destroying. Um, that's no different to failing as well. You know, I, I've done businesses and uh, work that failed before I got one successful one. So, you know, sometimes we just got to also learn from being down and, and uh, things not working out to find out, yeah, how can you do better? And how you can actually get what you want because anything is possible but maybe sometimes we're not using the right approach or like you mentioned not being in the right mindset to to do it i agree so is there any plans to write more books so is this your first publication yes it's the first book that i've ever written i'm not even a writer nor a reader i'm not a book firm um but yeah, just like what I mentioned a while ago, um, I had this promise right, to pay it forward. When I became a flight attendant, my roster, became, my schedule became so busy, I was not able to really pay it forward. But during the pandemic, it was, it was like, um, like God was telling me it's time. Because here in the Philippines, so many women want to become a flight attendant and during the pandemic 
was badly hit by the the pandemic the industry was badly affected right and a lot of aspiring flight attendants were like being hopeless um they don't know what to do anymore they felt like their dreams are way beyond their reach already and i remembered at three in the morning i was looking at the window looking at the city lights with with million dreams as my background i don't know if you know that song yes i do is that from a, a movie I think yes from from movie yes i forgot the movie actually but i love that song it's showtime i think maybe it's called showtime i can't yeah. remember yeah something like that um and then it's like like God wants wanted me. Like I thought, I it's like God was telling me. I thought you're gonna pay it forward. Now it's the time. Wow, so, it's like a sign. It's telling. It's like a sign. Yeah. So even if I'm not a writer, um, but I know the purpose. I know the purpose of the book and who is it for. Actually, I wrote the book for eight months. The first four months. It's about battling with my own self-doubts and that imposter syndrome. Like, who am I to write a book? Who am I? Who is gonna who's gonna read this book? Am I really gonna help someone? Stuff like that. But when I was able to publish it and people started to read it, I started to receive messages like, thank you for the book, thank you for writing this. This gave me hope. This helped me improve my relationship with myself. This is more than a flight attendant book. And for me, it's very rewarding to receive messages like that. I think uh, you're paying it forward. It's it's more than that. It's more about, uh, I think you're already inspiring not just women, but men around the world as well by writing this book because, you know, you're sharing, your, you're helping others in ways that you know how and, uh, and that's through your writing and the book. So you are giving back to the community and, and helping the industry. And also, you know, there's a lot of things that people don't tell us in a in a profession, right? And often we say, oh, nobody told me how hard it is or how difficult things can be or stressful. So, you know, having a bit of guidance, it's sort of like a mentoring as well, what you're doing when you um, write books and share that with other people. So, um, yeah, definitely more than just paying it forward. But congratulations to 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 be able to come this far, um, especially. Um, did you think? Uh, did, did did ever was it writing a book was part of your plan in terms of you know, um, giving back or is this something that a revelation that came through during COVID times? Yeah, I think it's some sort of a revelation that I that I didn't think was coming my way. I didn't even think that my form of giving back was in a form of a book. So yeah, I think it's some sort of a revelation. So tell me, I'm really curious. Um, so you, your, your dream is realized. So you became a flight attendant. Um, share, if, if you don't mind me asking, um, so did you like get on that flight and see, uh, make arrangements to see your dad? and? And, and what was that like, finally to like, wow, you know, I, I did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like what I mentioned a while ago, this is, this always give, gives me good goosebumps. The, after a year of preparation, I reapplied again, and we were like hundreds, well, 
on my way on my way in the in, in the airline company um i don't know if you, you know what a taxi is right <laughs> um yes. so the plane I, taxi? yeah i rode a taxi and the taxi driver was like he's like um ma'am are you gonna apply <laughs> and i was like yes and he's like um i it's for sure they will accept you so it's like there are signs already that I will be accepted. And when I came in, there were hundreds of us aspiring, um, applying for the flight attendant position. And then, so um, screening. Then after that level, we were down to I, I guess twenty four. The next level, we're down to twelve. The next level, we're down to four. And then for that day, I was the only one who got in. And I was like. Wow. This, this is very magical like it's weird but I really find it magical that day and then my first flight to Dubai to see my dad um, it's also a very uh, touching moment for me because I, I didn't see him for like I didn't see, see him at all it's, it's right. wow all your life all my life yes um, so it was the first time that um, I saw him so in our hotel he went there and he has this bouquet of flowers and he gave it to me. It's like, yeah, this is the first time that a guy actually gave me a bouquet of flowers. And I was like, oh, this is such a dream come true. Wow, it's 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 very emotional. Actually, it does give me goosebumps as well. Like I can't possibly relate. Uh, I mean, I, I can imagine, but I'm sure the the intensity of the emotions must be running wild at the time. And uh, and I'm sure since then, then you've been around the world and going traveling explore, exploring places yeah. and uh, doing yeah all sorts of uh, really adventurous stuff so um so back to the book like in terms of like you talked about learnings and experiences mm -hmm. so what are the things that you would um i guess what is the advice if there are three advice that you would give to anyone that wants to go into the airline industry what would that be especially for a younger self um, who is a woman and wanting to be um, in the airlines? What What's the three key takeaways or three advice that you would give? Mm, okay. Maybe first um, advice that I would give is to really know, really know what you want, what you truly want. Um, I remembered a mentor told me people, a lot of people don't, they don't get what they want because they don't know what they want and why they want it. So really have that moment with yourself and ask, what do I truly want? And if once you already know, you ask yourself, why do you want it? Like keep asking why. Why do I, why do I like for example, um, I want to become a flight attendant. Why do I, why do I want to become a flight attendant? Is it it's for me to travel the world? Why do I want to travel the world? Like keep on asking why. And when you reach the seventh why, um, you'll be amazed. Yeah. And I think that that then you really get to know yourself because yeah, often I think we we want something, but we don't know why we want it. So having the real reasons or the, the motivation behind why you want something then, you know, it comes with passion, it comes with, you know, values, and then you tend to want to go further. And I think a lot of people don't really follow through with what they want is because 
or follow it through with a task is because they don't know what they want. So it changes the course every now and then. So yeah, it's really important to get to know yourself. And I think you mentioned about self-discovery, um, you know, I think we all know what our weaknesses are, our strengths, you know, and we should always um, try to, and there's always room, right, to, to be better in what we do. We can be a better versions of ourselves and we're constantly learning. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah. Um, and the second thing, the second advice maybe um, now that you're rooted with your why, um, second is just like what I also mentioned a while ago, do whatever it takes to achieve that dream. Like I know fears will always be there, self-doubts will always be there. But I've also come to realize that we have those fears. The intention of those fears is to protect us, to keep us safe, to keep us in our comfort zone. But the, I also learned that the most dangerous zone is the um, comfort zone. Right. And yeah, just keep on, just keep on pushing yourself to, to take one step outside of your comfort zone and, and don't be afraid to grow. Like make your, make your fears your friend. Like acknowledge that fears are going to be there. It's going to protect you, but still um, commit to yourself that you will um, take that step closer to your dream yeah i agree i think we, we are often the our worst enemy you know we, we always talk ourselves into talk out uh, talk ourselves out of not doing something because we're not good enough we're, we're like you know um we can't do this or you know there's always stuff that we tell ourselves to stop us from doing this that's stuff. So true Right, and I also thousands of thousands of thoughts that we tell ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And I often say, you know, some, you know, you graduate together. Like for instance, I always think about, you know, two people being in the same position, you know, and then five years later, ten years later, you look back and you go like, wow, that person's already here, and this person is still doing the same thing. And then you kind of wonder what drives one person to be in the same position at one point of their lives, but one has flourished and one hasn't so it really is important to know what you want where do you want to go and actually work towards that goal because I don't think anything of what we have now just happens to us you know we we earned it we work hard you know we have clear vision and goals so yeah it's really important to to know what it is that we want yeah. and what's the third one the third one would be I guess um surround yourself with people who want to see you win in life for me that's very important um because the the journey is not easy especially the journey is not easy so you would you would need people who will lift you up when you cannot do it for yourself yeah i agree that, that's helped me a lot yeah, and I always say as well, you know, people always tend to give us advice, especially when we don't ask for it as well. So I always tell myself, like, you know, people are, you can't stop people from giving advice, but you can always take, you know, the opinion that you value, people that you value, that their opinion matters the most. So just pick and choose you know that what you want to listen to. Sometimes it could be family members as well, like there's certain people that I don't listen, not that I don't value them, but you know, there are certain people that 
I pick that would lift me up in a positive way. Um, and I know there are people out there that are reflecting their own fears and I don't want to stop myself from, you know, just because, yeah, just because you're capable of doing it doesn't mean I, will, I should be in the same position too. So we're all different, right? And we walk in different walks of life. So I think it's really important to choose advice whose opinion that you value, uh, people that you value rather than let it mess with our head sometimes. Yeah, just just take whatever resonates with you. Take whatever is useful for you. Exactly. You know, we, we, we're not a one size fit all. You know, we all walk different experiences of life and different paths. So, yeah, at the end of the day, it's just what works for you. And that's what's most important. And what's and what you're at peace with as well. You know, you don't want to be resentful because you took someone's advice or, you know, you, you feel doubt. I think whenever you're in doubt, don't do it. You know, I think you've got to listen to yourself. And I think nobody knows it better than yourself sometimes about, you know, what's the right thing to do. It may not be the right thing to do, but, you know, it's what you're comfortable doing at the time. Yeah, actually, um, for me, that's the magic ingredient. When there's peace, that means you're, that's the thing for you, or you're doing the right thing. Yeah, you're contented. I think, I think you know, when you're at peace with things, you know, you go to bed you know, at night feeling, you know, rewarded, feeling accomplished. There's no sense of guilt or resentment. I think that's really important for anyone, for me at least, you know. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. So whatever we do at the end of the day, we want to be, yeah, happy, right? I mean, there's nothing worse than, I think resentment is one of the things we hate most. And then you start blaming other people. But, you know, often like you're the one that listens to them first. So perhaps... You should change your mentality. I mean, you know, you, you as in yourself, um, because only you can control your own happiness and your own sadness. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And those people, um, those people for sure, they're only they're giving advice, tips, their opinions coming from a place of of good intention, of love, and all those came from their own experiences, which could be different from yours. So. Which is good, they're coming from good intention. But just like what I mentioned a while ago, um, choose whatever resonates, choose whatever is useful. Excellent, thank you. So that brings us to, uh, we've got a few minutes left on this session. And I'm curious to know in terms of a, a future, so what kind of advice you would give um, to young up and coming um, women who wants to go into travel industry like um, I know there's a lot of uh, key learnings and takeaways in your book but if there's one thing that you would tell them uh, what would that be it may not be personal it may not be professionally but personally as well so what is like maybe one thing that you um, often you know remind yourself or say to, to yourself um, that you would also like to share that with um, someone who's um yeah younger yeah. than you um maybe um the advice that i would tell those younger women or men aspiring to be part of the aviation industry is to know your truth and your truth is enough like um i've always been like receiving a lot of messages, like young women doubting themselves. They feel like they're not good enough for this dream. They're not beautiful enough for this dream. 
when actually we're we, we we all are we are enough actually we are enough and we just need to believe that so be deeply rooted with your in your truth good good thank you very much vitna it's been um inspiring having you especially from a very di different perspective and sharing your personal experience. Um, it's always quite emotional when we talk about, you know, something that's so close to our heart. So thank you for opening up and sharing that with us. And uh, I think for me, the key takeaway is, yeah, get to know yourself and also um, always understand the reason why you're doing things. Um, always question the why which is the heart of, you know, the value of what we do. Yeah, true. Excellent. And thank, thank you as well, Sumi, for giving me this chance to share my story. And hopefully um, the listeners will be able to benefit from this video, from this interview. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And uh, I hope our paths will cross uh, one day where I get hopefully. to Looking forward. Um, yes, maybe you can catch a flight to Thailand next time. Soon, hopefully. Yes. Thank you and uh, have a good day ahead. You too.